Okay, so I'm at the uh, University of Northern Colorado's Fraser Hall. Toss salad is scrambled eggs. <laughs> um, so the, of course, the university has a bunch of ghosts, because you know the university takes everything uh, from the community as their own. But uh, I did want to highlight a few, and then we're gonna go into Turner Hall and see if we can find one in particular. Or, I'm sorry, Frasier. In Turner Hall, <laughs> there's a ghost that they call Stony Ghosty. Um, this extremely creative name came, uh, came about because that's the ghost that people say is responsible for a smell that is an awful lot like marijuana that sometimes appears in the building. Um, you know, they'll be like, oh, that's not marijuana, it's Stony Ghosty. Um, you know, doors slamming in the building, all that stuff is stony ghosty as well. <laughs> but um, they say, you know, stony ghosty was a, a student who died of a drug overdose long ago. Um, which is a little weird because it's like, I mean, is marijuana deadly? Mixed message here because it's like stony ghosty died from marijuana use, but is also then covering future student marijuana use. Because it's like, that must be the ghost of Stony Ghosty. Um, I think that one's particularly hilarious, too. Because it's like, oh, yeah, I smoke weed because it, like, unlocks my creativity. And it's like, yeah, I like names like Stony Ghosty. <laughs> Came from marijuana. Well worth it. Um, Harrison is haunted. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories, just as far as how the ghost was created. So there's a garbage chute in Harrison, and apparently the janitor was leaning into the chute, and a student dropped a brick from one of the upper floors, and it uh, hit the janitor in the head and killed him. And so then, you know, the janitor was down in the basement and uh, supposedly contacted some students through a Ouija board one time. <laughs> I just like, you know, the, the chute does in fact exist, but it's uh, closed for quite a while. Um, but, you know, somebody says that's because uh, it just became too dangerous for the students to use. Which I was like, you know, like a 15-floor uh, chute that goes from the top floor to the basement. That is a pretty tempting thing to abuse, I must say. And uh, I don't know if, if college students could be expected to... I don't know that I could, and I'm well beyond college, so... I don't know that a college student could be expected to resist the pull of, what if we threw this down the chute? So uh, I can't blame him on that one. Um, there's Edith. <laughs> she was an RA who was like, you know, picked on or whatever. Um, and then for April Fool's Day, she got pranked. They removed all the furniture from her room. Um, and she would go into the attic and play with the marbles and roll them across the floor and whatever. And so uh, during spring break, Edith didn't go anywhere because she had no friends. So she went up to her attic and instead of playing with marbles, she hanged herself. Um, there's no proof that this ever happened, of course. But uh, they say they hear the marbles or that the, she changes the channels on the TV or moves their furniture around. Um, suspicious shadows, all that kind of shit, right? 
Um, the hall, uh, Weebking Hall, was named for Edith Gail Weebking, who is a faculty member and associate dean of women, which is kind of funny. I wonder if an associate dean of women is usually a woman. <laughs> of women is usually a woman. Or it's like, what if you had a real suave guy, a real 007? I'm the associate dean of women. Um, so there you go. There's Sabin Hall, which was a, there's a, a painting of Dr. Florence Sabin, who, uh, in the hall, and supposedly the painting disappeared, and then things started to get spooky. Um, so anyway, that's, that's some of the, uh, some of the other ones. Oh, there's also Toby Kendall, which is the dining hall, and there was supposedly a murder that happened there. And there was blood on the floor of the building that couldn't be washed or painted over. Um, much like uh, Lady Macbeth kind of shit. But, uh, you know, everyone's like, or maybe it was just paint. Um, there's a lady who worked in the dining hall for 23 years who just said, maybe I'm the ghost. But when things get quiet and we're alone in the building, there are an amazing number of noises. Sometimes when we're sure the building is empty, we can hear noises upstairs. And it sounds like a big party is going on. When we go up, there's nobody there. But, uh, you know, sounds like another uh, wacky, sassy lady. Maybe I'm the ghost. Um, Frasier's ghosts are the ones I was the most intrigued by, and also the only building I think I can actually go into. <laughs> so it's the drama hall. All the costumes are here. Um, supposedly, there's a, a ghost who's in the... Uh, uh, downstairs where all the costumes are, and they call him Polter Taylor, uh, who's like a poster poltergeist, but he can sew, because uh, I guess some of the sewing machines just start up by themselves. Um, this seems like a helpful ghost. There have been quite a few non-harmful ghosts, just sort of mildly obnoxious ghosts. Maybe this is what, like, nice people turn into as ghosts. They turn into, like, a ghost who's just, like, doesn't kill anybody and doesn't curse people really, but just does things that are mildly annoying. <laughs> um, you know, they have strange noises, blah, blah, blah. But then uh, temperature changes, whatever. But the best ghost, I think, is uh, there's one who's named Oliver, who a guy named Lloyd Norton claims to have invented or takes credit for. He had to write an essay, so he made up a ghost story, and he called the ghost Oliver A.B. Twiddle, and that's kind of how it started. Um, he said after he wrote the story and turned it in, the professor had an accident and broke his ankle, and the guy joked that it was Oliver who must have caused it. Um, so he went away to the army and then came back and taught at the school, and he said by then, Oliver was everywhere. Um... So everything, you know, everything that happened that was ghostly was attributed to him. And uh, he took on a life of his own. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's this guy's ghosts. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this guy did a disservice, but I'm not sure. It doesn't seem like a good thing to have, like, made the ghost, but then to tell everyone you made the ghost. Like, isn't the fun of the ghost to be like, no, the ghost isn't made up. The ghost is fucking real, man. Isn't that like where the fun of a ghost comes from? From shit like that? I don't know. I feel like if you make up something 
that's legendary, like Oliver A.B. Twiddle. I wonder what the A.B. stands for. Ass butt. You make up something like that, and then it takes on a life of its own. Like, don't you just fucking wreck it? I know you want to take credit for it, because it's like, look at this thing I made. Isn't that cool? But I think it's better if you don't take credit for it, or if you, like, if you spin the story to be like, oh, I, I invented him, but he took on a life of his own, and now I think he is real. You know, or even better would to be like, I heard this ghostly name, and that's what I wrote the essay about, and then, lo and behold, here he is. So here we go. We're going to go inside, see if we can get downstairs. Um, this is the performance hall, so if you hear ghostly piano, it's not ghostly. It's, that's just regular piano. Um, so far, this is a mildly spooky spooky room trying to figure out how to get downstairs there's an elevator that I can't use here's the upstairs stairs classroom maybe if I go this way music tech wing that seems hauntable but yeah I'm a little disappointed in Mr. Norton The music's not too spooky, huh? It's too bad they're not doing anything more Halloween-y. <laughs> Just doing their, uh... I guess they're doing their normal practice. Ooh, acapella auditions. Spoopy. Well, I'm not, I'm not seeing any ghosts. Let's see if I go, I'm gonna have to go back through the music, see if I can get downstairs. I'm not sure if this is uh, possible, but we'll see what we can do. It's sort of funny because you have to wear a mask in here. You know, everybody, I assume everyone playing those instruments, I, well, I know they're not because you can't. I mean, it makes sense to wear it in, I guess it makes sense to wear it, but it's still, it's kind of hilarious. Just playing it cool because every so often I encounter a real person in the hallway and don't want them to think I'm crazy. I can't find this damn basement to save my life. Not that I'm trying to save my life, but maybe this is the basement. This is the sub area. Well, I think this is the basement now. Well, there you go. Yeah, there is no basement listed on the on the thing for the building. So I guess that was the spooky basement. <laughs> well, no Oliver sightings. Not even any spooky music happening. I th you know, I think there is a takeaway from this, though. I don't necessarily love to end it this way, but 
whatever, like, if you make a ghost, if you succeed in making a ghost or a ghost story or whatever, don't kill it. Because when you kill it, you kill it for everybody. The Ghostbusters are really history's greatest monsters. Because they took the most interesting thing about the world and exterminated it. It's the ultimate, like, not in my backyard. Everyone's like, wouldn't it be crazy if ghosts were real? Oh, what if ghosts were real? But then ghosts are real. And the ghost, but everyone's like, oh, fucking kill them. Jesus, I don't want that. Ghosts are fine and all. They're, you know, very fun. But I wish they weren't here. And so then the Ghostbusters fucking kill them all. And then there's no ghosts. We're like, well, that's a wonderful, what a wonderful, magical world we live in. It's like if there were wizards, but there was a spray you could use so that magic didn't work. And everyone used the spray. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, no, we'll have no magic in this world. All right, we'll see you next time. Oh, <laughs>